wish yeah. it was like just slightly less humid. We could like sit outside. I know. It's actually really nice outside. Like, we well, know it's not, but the birds are sound. They sound pretty. It was actually we went for a walk like right before you came over, and I was like, it oh was my terrible. gosh, it's not. It's not. Oh. It wasn't terrible. Um. Yeah. But it's been terrible. Yeah, it's been really hot and muggy, and um, I hate it. Your plant game is like really good. Dude, did you see the plumeria? Like did the you make up that <laughs> word? The the most impressive one. Oh, that big one? I got her from a yard sale for five dollars. She was a cutting what? from this lady's tree. And she started like this. Wait, did you get a hunk of wood with some leaves on it? Yeah, it was like one oh. piece of wood with one leaf on top. Were there roots at all? Um, I don't know. She had it already on like a little planter. Oh, so you replanted and then we, it? Yeah, Nate replanted it. Oh, I thought you could just stick a stick in the ground and it would grow a plant. <laughs> but they're, I don't know if it, if we'll get it here because they're like in Hawaii, they're like, they get these crazy flowers that don't even look oh, real. Those are really pretty. Those look like they're made out of like, like little Korean desserts. Yeah, exactly. I think there is a dessert that has, because I think that same thing. Or like it's used, it looks like that or something. I think one time I had plumeria in one of my orifices back in the day. Like a whole You can flower. only get it in New York. It's a New York virus. <laughs> uh, yeah, your, your whole deck is looking good. Do you spend a lot of time out there? Too hot. I know, but like before summer? Because you've had these little chairs. Where did you get these chairs? Oh, my dad got them for his birthday. Oh, I guess we're calling him. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you can just bleep it. We call him, we'll call him the husband, and then if we say, we'll bleep it. But just try not to, because, you know, I don't get paid for this. (laughs) Hi, Lexi. Hi. I didn't realize you were recording. Um, Priscilla's going to hear you talk about my plant game. Oh, my God. Priscilla's going to be so, okay, let's talk about, more important than your plant game is my plant game. (laughs) Because I have not killed a plant since my parents left in like three quarters of the way through May. That's amazing. I know. I have two pothos plants, which were, I feel like they were originally mine and my mom's been keeping them alive and now I'm keeping them alive. I've got a cactus that's like in a tube. There's no reason why that should still be alive. That's insane. I water it like three times a year. I've got an aloe vera that's like, I literally had to take out of the pot. I saw this guy on YouTube or on Instagram do this. He like will repot things and he'll get rid of all the soil Mm -hmm. and he'll like just look at the roots and make sure they look healthy. And then he'll, if they look like they might have some rot or something, he'll spray them with like two parts water, one part hydrogen peroxide. Mm -hmm. And then he like replants them and like fertilizes them or I think he uses like a potting soil that's like got fertilizer and everything it needs for a while in there but he just like made it look so sad I didn't I didn't know you could take a plant out of soil ever and then he put it in new soil yeah I didn't I didn't it didn't make sense to me that like the plant and its roots are not really connected to the soil yeah they're within the soil and you could subtract the soil and then add the soil more soil again and it could be still alive 
No, that sounds really weird. It sounds like, too, like, you know, when you move a fish and you can't put it in, like, new water because it'll be shocked. Like, I would have assumed the plant might get shocked. Is that, like, a fish that's, like, like a domestic house fish? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, because those fish have to have, like, a specific pH. Yeah. And it, No, I think the problem with fish is that our drinking water is not for fish to swim in. <laughs> <laughs> just like pouring it from the sink we are just consuming way too much fluoride for that fish to survive that <laughs> transition that's why you have to put the ph shit in wait so do you still have priscilla's um pretty nope, that died oh that i really thought I, I i i had saved and when she came back to visit she went well that's fucking dead <laughs> and i went what no that was such a weird, that was, uh, what was that called? I don't remember. It's, it's like long that long tendrils. Tendrily. Yeah. It was really pretty. That one is so weird because I swear, I thought it was almost like a succulent. Like I felt like I could. I thought it was a succulent. Like, like so, so there'd be a, a part that came out and it would look dead, but then there'd be a section of that same, like lower down on the tendril that looked alive and then a section that looked dead and then a section that looked alive. So in my head, I was like, oh, different sections can be alive. I could cut it and then just put the alive section in the soil and it would like Propagate. keep growing. And it seemed like that that was true for a while. But I think I was too close. I needed a step back. <laughs> I needed a set of, a second set of eyes. And Priscilla confirmed that it was dead. <laughs> it was just dead all the way through. But also, listen to this, Priscilla. <laughs> you're listening yeah priscilla i watched this thing the other day where this guy was like oh hey bitches y'all thought my fucking plant was dead <laughs> turns out it goes dormant for like half the year oh. so some plants look dead and then they might just be like hibernating or whatever plants do huh but she had that one for a while right it only seems like when she gave it to me it got worse I would say that it got worse while she had it, and then it got much worse when she gave it to me. Maybe we need to go back and look at the last pictures we took in her house and see if it's in there, you know, in the background. Oh, there was a fire, and all those pictures got... <laughs> they got destroyed. They got destroyed. Um, I only have two of hers. I have her spider plant. It looks and gorgeous. The bamboo. Wait, the one that looks like those like, little lily pads? Yeah. No. That's not a spider plant. No, the one. That's the one we bought for her, isn't it? Is it? Remember we bought her a plant when she yeah. just was sad? I thought it had like Wait. That. Is that that one? I think you're right. Maybe I have three of her plants. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad they look so good. You I know did... what fucking pisses me off about your successful plants? Is that those are in the middle of your fucking house. There's not even a window nearby. <laughs> I thought all plants needed to be next to a window or outside. Well. And it turns out some plants, like, it, it turns out you can get, they can get sun. Like, you're getting, technically you're getting sunlight. I mean, it makes sense. I can see my leg, and it's because of the light from outside. So I guess I'm getting sun on my leg right now. Mm-hmm. But am I getting, like, am I, like, I mean, I don't create photosynthesis in my leg, but, like, <laughs> Hey. But if you did, would you be? Um, I wish I were green. The truth is, is that the only reason the plants are doing well is, is because husband does husband? everything. What does he do? 
I don't know. He's really finicky, and sometimes I'll try to do something, and he gets really upset because I did it wrong. Does he put vinegar in the soil? He's always spritzing he really them. He really likes vinegar. Yeah. And he I, does all the outside ones. Honestly, I don't think it's a bad idea to, like, spritz your roots with some hydrogen peroxide. Whoa. <laughs> I just stuttered and snorted. Um, I am really disappointed by that bouquet I got at the farmer's market last week, though. Oh, oh my God. I was going to eat this beautiful bouquet, and I forgot. There's, oh. like, three for 12 at Publix of, like, really pretty bouquets. Really? I mean, it's not, like, um, like a sorted bouquet, a sorted flowers bouquet. It's, like, just three different kinds of one kind of flower in a bouquet. But there was, like, these ones that are, like, big and kind of flat-topped, and they're, like, this, like, light mauve color Ooh. I don't know what they were but they were so beautiful and I said to this old lady Paula who <clears throat> do you know Paula at Publix she is like this old blonde lady who wears way too much perfume and is very opinionated but I, I tend to like agree with her on most things um, but she will get to like she will talk until you need to leave and she will not let you go sometimes and it's like there's people behind you in line and she needs to ring them up but she's like talking to you <laughs> you're like oh god but she was like i don't like that color i was like this is the most beautiful color pink and she's like no i hate it, it looks like an old lady and i said well that's one thing i'll never be accused of looking like <laughs> and she was like i have to go take my break she didn't laugh she never laughs at anything i say oh she makes herself laugh occasionally, which I think is pretty funny. Uh, Priscilla knows her too, and she like loved loved her, but she knows there's sometimes when you're just like, I can't handle Paula today. Also, Paula told me once that her like uncle or her like grandfather or something like started like the Zigfield Follies. Really? Yeah, I was like, was he Zigfield? And she's like, yeah. I think that. You think that's true? It's good enough. I mean, I don't care, so yeah. it seems true. I guess it'd be a random thing to, like, not lie about. I have to say something that's a little bit of, like, an aw. You don't have to say that, but I'm sure you will. Um, wait, I don't know if I want to say this. I feel, like, uncomfortable all of a sudden. Wait, well, let me pour more uh, for a second. <laughs> I was realizing that I have not felt like super funny lately what? and I was like thinking how much funnier I used to feel like when I had like the the support of friends you know Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> it's really important to have supportive friends yeah so you feel like in the last like since Priscilla moved and we haven't seen each other as much or like yeah since this baby stole you from me <laughs> No, but yeah, I, I think, because I've just been working, working, working. I haven't, like, replaced either of you. Like, I don't have, like, a lot of, like, time for friends right now, because I've been working my fucking yeah, ass I've been off. working a lot. So dumb. But I have a better idea of, like, what I'm going to do with that money I'm getting, and, like, what direction I'm going in, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I just was thinking, I was like, because I, I take... I took a lot of things for granted, like, for all of my life, and I don't really take friendships for granted, but, like, it's just something you don't think about. You're like, is it important to have supportive friendships? Uh, duh. But, like, 
when you sometimes when you don't I don't know sometimes you're just like wow I was I was funnier because I was like okay this is actually revolutionary every comedian should listen right now <laughs> to my podcast they should listen anyway but um in comedy I think that the assumption is that like it grows out of like this dank darkness and like grossness like the funniest people have like the most depression or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not untrue, but um, I don't believe that my creativity comes from like a dark, sad place. I think my creativity, I think I'm more inspired to create when I'm um, in a more supportive place. Mm-hmm. Maybe that may or may not be true, but I think it might be true. Well, cause I remember last year and I, I wonder if part of it too was like, having the events you know what I mean like we had the two lols so you were like but you were always like making notes for like jokes and stuff yeah you know like you would pull out your your app and you would have all these ideas like you would message us me and Priscilla and just be like okay here's a joke I'm working on it was like the creative part of your brain was really spinning Mm -hmm. all the time I still do that um I still do that but I also think it's important. Okay, this is what I think is actually important. Forget everything else I said. <laughs> Strike it. Strike. Strike it from the permanent record. <laughs> I think that it's important to have somebody to riff off of. Mm. Like, being around funny people is important. And, like, like anytime I call my friend Cindy, I know we're, we actually riff back and forth. It's actually hilarious. Like, the minute we answer the phone, I'm like, hello, old gal. <laughs> He's like, fuck you. And, like, we just go back and forth. And that for, like, two minutes, I actually have to be like, hi, Cindy. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it actually you? Because I'm not sure. Um, but when we riff back and forth a lot, and without even knowing that I was doing that, I was doing that with so many of my friends for so long. And even my friends that don't, like, consider themselves comedians, like, like you're a funny person. You might not think of yourself as a comedian. Mm-hmm. But you're a pretty funny person. I'm sure, like, your writing has some humor in it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it doesn't. It does. And I it's mean, cool either way. Yeah. I support you. Thanks. <laughs> you're such a supportive friend. Uh, That's um, going to be, like, our theme for the episode. Supportive. Uh, athletic supporters. <laughs> so, one thing you should mention. <laughs> one thing we should mention is that we are using these awesome mics that Hello. I think work way better than the ones. Okay, so when I got my, like, long-corded um, splitter mic, we'll call it, it was, like, there was two mics, and they were connected in the middle, and then there was, a like, a third section of the cord that went to, like, the phone or whatever. That was something that Priscilla was like, oh, yeah, we use that at work, and, like, you know, we use it for when we're, like, recording things in the field and I was like oh that sounds really professional mm-hmm. and I got it and it, it it did what it needed to do but that cord was real long I mean she would go all the way to the refrigerator <laughs> to refill her drink and I'd be on the like couch, at your house at her house at, at Priscilla's <laughs> apartment um no not at my house I don't think it was that long but you could have probably made it from like my long couch to like the bar for yeah sure. But that, that 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 mic always had like weird like buzzing and like sometimes clippiness to it, and I just think it wasn't a very expensive mic. 
it was probably fine for what little they needed to record. But so, but for an hour and a half recording, it really wasn't good. But this, I think, has really good quality, and we don't even have to like. Apparently, we can be sixty feet apart. Yeah, I hope it sounds good when you play it back. Well, when you gave them to me, these are a birthday present, and it only took me three months to use them. Um, when we when I opened it, I kind of played with it a little, and I I did a little test recording, and it sounded like really good. Oh, good. Yeah. I was like, that would suck. Is like. You play it back later, and it just like. I mean, I still think of this as being like an in the field recording. Cause like, we're gonna get some feedback from like your air conditioner and the fan, but I don't care because I'm not gonna be hot. And you're pregnant. Yeah. I feel like we haven't talked a lot about you being pregnant. No, I think the last time we recorded was our Christmas gift exchange. And you weren't pregnant then. I was. Oh. But I think we weren't talking about it. Oh right. Yeah. Well, it was still in the first trimester. Yeah, it was that early. Was, okay, wait a minute. January, February, March, April, May, June, July. That was like seven months ago. Yeah. That's like three quarters of a baby ago. It's so weird how time is going because you just mentioned your birthday and there was something I said well, recently. Well, you had just found out in December. Yeah. Because that was the week that Priscilla was here and I found out like while she was like right after she got here. And we only found out because she harassed you. Well, poor Priscilla was like, I'm here. We were so excited for her to come. Remember, we had like all these plans and yeah. then all of a sudden it was like. She was like, then, I'm going to come. And then I got like, I was sick and then I was morning sick and I just found out about the pregnancy and we didn't know yet if it was viable because I have a high, I had a really high risk of an ectopic pregnancy. Right. So ectopic was, is when the baby forms outside of the uterus. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, or the egg gets stuck in the fallopian tube. Um, I feel Whoa. like both either. I don't know. I think that's called philanthropic. Philanthropic? Like yeah. it's a philanthropy baby? <laughs> yeah. Um, But I was really scared at that time because <laughs> South Carolina huh? was doing weird oh. things about um ectopic pregnancies and calling them abortions. Yes. Even though yes. they're not. Um, but we still aren't. We still haven't banned abortion yet. Yeah. That's um, good. I'm surprised that we haven't. They're try I mean they're they're trying and they did something. I think it was like they moved it to like six a certain amount of weeks is like yeah. the, the cutoff. Yeah. And it's short. I don't know if that happened or if it happened in Florida. But I did talk to my doctor when the, when I called when I got the pregnancy test and asked her about it. I said what I like Am I going to have to go to another state? And she said that she was actually a part of a group that presented to, like, the Tideland's health system. Oh. Uh, and, like, created their policy for how to deal with those things. So she was like, don't worry. Like, you'll get – it'll be fine. Yeah. I – it's funny because I used to work for a company that you're having your baby through. <laughs> On top of, within, <laughs> outside of. Um, and I don't think they're a bad company. I don't think they're a bad hospital. I think the one of the problems is that they have been trying very hard to be more than just, like, general medicine and, like, you know, basic shit. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because they, they're, they're hospitals in a place where there's, like, so many old people that need, like, heart surgeries and all this stuff and Mm -hmm. there's so many people having strokes and stuff but and they've been trying to form a bond with um the 
Medical University of South Carolina. And they have way more in the way of like, they have like brain surgeons there that we don't have here and like all sorts of things that like, they actually had, I think they tried to get a brain surgeon to come here and like just for a short time, they were trying to have like some kind of like a brain department. <laughs> I don't know what they call that. Urology? Nope. Neurology. Neurology. <laughs> um, same thing, whatever. Uh, my brain's actually full of urine, so exactly what I would <laughs> That's need. what you would call it. That's where I'd go. Um, but, yeah, so I think, like, they're more than equipped to, like, give, like, you know, help you through having a baby. So it's funny because I went in really disliking the company. Are we not saying the name? Tidelands? I guess you can bleep it if you don't want to. We could say Tidelands Health. Um, Because of the way that the gym treated you with the PR, like the HR, sorry, situation, the way they handled that was so shady. And I still think that. But how much of that was the woman who was my boss's boss and how much of that? That's, I I do feel like that was probably a specific line of people. I don't even think that my, like the board or the CEO even, they don't even know who I am. They never heard it even happen. Like those things are handled. They're not, you know, I don't know if the way they handled it was re- really reflective of the company. And I have been really happy with the care that I've gotten. Like, I've done a lot of reading about, yeah, um, or just, I guess, like, I joined a couple of communities, community boards or whatever, of like, women expecting in August. And um, a lot of people talk about shit that I've never had to worry about. Another thing that Nate noticed about all the care that we get is he's, like, they so focus in on like just me like he goes to every appointment but they're very like it's like they're not even worried about bringing him into it they're like you don't matter here <laughs> and he always feels like he likes that because it's like yeah you're the important one because he likes to be um he likes to be tortured <laughs> and they're also like you know I'm on and I don't know how much is too much information you can cut whatever you want but I've been on pelvic rest you know, for like the whole pregnancy, can't sex, can't put anything in there. It's a sex podcast, you can say that. Um, It just sounds grosser for some reason to make it medical, I don't know why. Oh, I didn't know that was the thing. Less fun. I thought you weren't allowed to get out of bed. You're just not allowed to have a dick in your vagina. I'm also on modified bed rest, so I have both, but they're You should not have carried the cutting board with the cheese. Well, it's 15 pounds is my cutoff, so that's probably fine. We didn't have that much cheese. didn't cut all the cheese. Okay. But pelvic rest is like you can't put anything in there, like nothing, like not a tampon, nothing. Well, you don't need a tampon. No. You might have but... spotting, but you can just like <laughs> roll up a hunk of toilet paper in your underwear. But every time they say that, they always look at husband. They'll be like, nothing in the vagina, and like, like he, they that. haven't looked at them the whole time, and then yeah. they just their head slowly turns, and they're like, nothing. <laughs> and he's like, I know, I'm not. Trying and every time, even like it's the same doctor, and she said it before. She always be like, "Okay." That's why he moved his desk away from the window because he's been (laughs) masturbating a lot lately. This is definitely the longest I've ever gone without sex. Well, you're allowed to have an orgasm. You're just not allowed to be penetrated. Mm. You're not allowed to have an orgasm. What do they think it'll create? Your cervix like clenching and unclenching. So that's 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 different for me. Have, have you been long. horny like a lot during pregnancy or has it been Yeah. That's probably why you're so like mean to everybody lately. Yeah. I'm like And you like hate every man. Yeah. 
just, you know. And then I'm going to have to go at least six weeks after we have the baby. Because your shit will be... Really? Even if you have cesarean? Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Because that's the... Because I think part of it is, like, your uterus is really injured. There's, like, I don't know. I was reading Also, I think, like, it. even if you have cesarean, well, unless they induce... Uh, well, I don't know anything about it, but... Or they wouldn't be inducing you if you were having a, a planned cesarean. I don't know if it counts as inducing. Because you're... You don't... Uh, I don't like, think I dilate. would, like, contract. Yeah, yeah I think they would just cut, cut it open. But I imagine if your vagina dilated to, you know, 20,000 cc's or whatever, 8 centimeters? What do you have to be? 10 oh. is, I think, the... I was so wrong. 2,000 leagues below the sea. <laughs> um, if it dilated, I don't think it's just going back to its normal size right away. I think there's like there's like a whole thing to it, and I think even if you have the C-section, you still like bleed a lot after, you know, because like the placenta is like, I, it's funny because we're saying all these things, and I feel like people are gonna be listening and be like, "That's wrong." Well, um, we're not we're not the doctors. What? Oh no, I didn't. Is that all okay. you ever say when you walk into the room? Is did you order the bassinet? <laughs> have you expressed milk today? <laughs> We're calling you the. We're yeah. still calling you the husband. I know we're trying to think of a better nickname for you. Yeah, have some, and there's this little like street corn dip with those is really good. What what has it been like for you to be on pelvic rest, husband? <laughs> yeah. Nobody told me that. <laughs> Wait, only five minutes in the bathroom. <laughs> I was talking about the doctors giving you the face every time they talk about it. Yeah. I I think because a lot of people, you know, like I was reading in one of the groups where she was like, her husband was like, you know, guilt tripping her. Like you're supposed to wait six months, six weeks after having the baby. And she was like, he made, he really wanted to do it. So we did it like four weeks. Like if you do that, you can have like major problems. I think you can. (laughs) And the man, the man gets hairy palms. Face rest? <laughs> like. Oh. <laughs> but for some reason, I was thinking of you giving the oral sex, but you're talking about her giving the oral sex. She's just had so much nausea, though. You don't want to make her been... put that in there. It's been Although a that, whammy. for me, would be the best cure for nausea. <laughs> I used to suck on my toe when I was little. I'm a big like advocate for sucking on something for comfort. That's why I've gotten so large. Oral fixation is what they call it. Yeah. Oh, that's why I like smoking. I don't fucking care about cigarettes. I just like smoking something in my mouth. <laughs> I just like to smoke that pole. Um, what, what, so before they said you had to be on pelvic rest, were you guys like abstaining or like well, we were being careful because we basically found out as soon as I got into the second trimester, right? Yeah. So the first trimester, some doctors, like, and some will say it's fine, but some will say just don't because there's, like, a chance that you can miscarry. So we were obviously, you know, leaning on the side of being more careful, so we weren't. And then it was, like, the second trimester. It was funny because we had just done something. because We were like, oops. We were like, oh, now we can. And they called us, like, that day. And they, and they were, were like, like, did you do it? <laughs> they were like, 
oh, by the way, like, nothing. I was like, well, you should have told me that, like, three days ago. Yeah, because we've been doing it nonstop. We had been, like, yeah, doing stuff, but luckily everything was fine. Now, at least, I hope that you at least moved it out of the shower and you started doing it lying down. <laughs> no more. We hand- can barely fit in the shower together anymore. No more pussy popping handstands. Wait, is your shower in there, like, just, like, a little corner shower? No, it's, like, a decent size. Or is it, like, like, the same as this one? It's a little bit bigger. Are you bigger. going to get in it? I'm going to go pee. Oh, I thought he had to go look at it to describe it better. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's still just, like, there's not a lot of space. Like, just so we try to, like, pass each other. You know, we yeah. can both be in it. But if one of us wants to get in the water and one of us wants to get out of it. Do you want me to bring back my Devon towel in case you need to have, like, an at-home water birth? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that would be exactly what we need to do to your poor towel that already suffered so much. I, for the listener, I have a butt towel. <laughs> it's called, it's from, well, it's a, it's when the Urban Outfitters <laughs> did bath towels with these, like, male models that were, like, nude and semi-nude from Butt Magazine, and this guy's name is Devin, and he's an adorable interracial man. Very attractive. Very attractive. You see just a little bit of his scrotum. Um, anyway, I lent that to Lexi, like, for a year and a half or something, <laughs> and I found it being used as a bath mat. You were so horrified. It's cause... still very fluffy now, though. You must <laughs> you have done something. You had gone into that bathroom for some reason. Someone must have been using that one, and I just heard you scream, like, from across the house. Yeah, my kind of screaming, which is very Muppety. <laughs> and I'm an uppity Muppety. But I did wash it, like, four times before That's I get back so to That's why it's so fluffy. It's never been washed that well. Um, so, so, out of all the trimesters, and I believe there are three, uh, what's been the worst um, for both of you? Are you Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's South Carolina. Scratch me from the record. <laughs> You're on the permanent record. I guess the first would have to be. None of them have been good. Like they're supposed to be. Like the second one is. You're supposed to get like energy and um, and your morning sickness is supposed to stop. And yeah. neither of those things happened for me. You saw that that thing I sent you about um, Amy Schumer, right? Yeah. She had uh, endometriosis. And she had terrible nausea her entire pregnancy. We were talking about that today. Like, I wonder how much of my complications are connected to endometriosis. Like, I think the placenta problem I'm having is connected to that because mm-hmm. there's, like, all the scar tissue and everything. But, yeah, I really liked the HG video you sent me of her, too. They were like, what'd she say? She was like, we don't have to fix this because it's women. Oh, right. They were like, we – there's something about, like, we – don't know enough about this. We don't know what to tell you because it has to do with women. <laughs> it is so funny. It's really good. I don't know that it can be said as much anymore, but yeah, for like all of human history, they only researched like male bodies apparently. Yeah. Everything that happened to a woman was just like hysteria. Yeah. Or madness. Yeah. It's like, oh well, you know. Yeah. Or her being, time of the month. You're just being emotional. That's why you're dying, because you're too emotional. <laughs> Your emotions are just... I have gonorrhea, but you're emotional. <laughs> what are you cutting up over there, catnip? Okay. Give me this nickname, be catnip. Um, so, 
But the third trimester seems like it's been the best, even yeah. though it still it's, comes with its. I'm still throwing up, which sucks. Um, I'm still nauseous all the time, which sucks. But yeah. yeah, like it's definitely gotten better. Like I can have a conversation now. Yeah. Um, and laughing isn't quite so bad. But then it's like, like last night, I don't know how much complaining we want to do. I mean, this. this is all we want. But like, I woke up in the middle of the night and I got like panicky and had to get out of bed because I couldn't breathe. Like, it feels like sometimes maybe he's like pushing up. Yeah. Like into my lungs. And I like, couldn't take a full breath. So then I started getting in my head about it. Yeah. And I was like, gonna have like a panic attack because I couldn't breathe, which I was like, that's just gonna make it worse. Yeah. So I like, got up and like walked around for a while. I was like, trying not to freak out about not breathing. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of like aches and pains. You know? oh, yeah. You liked really like swimming in a pool the other day. Yeah, I need to do that again. I wish you had a bigger bathtub. Yeah. For water birth. <laughs> um so, so hot. You wanna hear something funny and not about your baby? Yeah. Um and then we can talk about what you're gonna name it. Um kidding. The other day I was listening to this podcast called Do You Need a Ride? It's like so Karen Kilgareth is like the host of My Favorite Murder, one of two, and she has a podcast, a second podcast with this guy. And they're so funny. And the prom- the premise is they ride around in their car and they go pick up like a comedian friend of theirs, and they like sometimes they'll be like picking them up from the airport or taking them to the airport, um, but they'll just like interview them in the car, and it's like so funny. Anyway, they just came back with their second or their fourth season. They have been on hiatus since the beginning of COVID. Um, because people in LA, I feel like, just ended quarantine like last month. Like they've been <laughs> more freaked out than anybody. Um, anyway, so Kurt was saying that like they were talking about roundabouts, mm-hmm. and they were like, um, apparently this is factually true. Round like when a roundabout is put in at like an intersection, um, it increases the amount of uh, accidents like traffic accidents by 80 percent what but zero percent of them are fatal oh and that's because it like takes a while for people to figure out how to use one <laughs> but also like they'll put a roundabout sometimes in at an intersection because there's been fatalities at the intersection and it like it, it forces you to slow down no matter what yeah um whether or not you bump into someone is one thing but like Nobody, like, dies at roundabouts, apparently. Huh. Like, statistically. I didn't know that. Isn't that funny? What made you think of that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it was like just, like, in there. <laughs> no. I, I had some way to connect it, but I took so long to tell that to you, I don't remember. Well, speaking of my favorite murder, have do you have Peacock? Or you guys have cable, don't you? Uh, we don't anymore. Um. My parents aren't, um... They aren't that old 60s term for cool. They aren't cool to that <laughs> flop. No, that's not okay. Um, they aren't chill to that flirt. There's a show I think you would like about uh, making a podcast about murder. Oh. And then they kind of, it seems like they're doing. They're not talking about um, murders in the building or whatever. Mm-mm. Oh. But it seems like they. Uh, like, there's characters based off the My Favorite Murder ladies, because there's this, like, well-established murder podcast, and it's two women who are, yeah. like, super famous and beloved. Yeah. 
um, and the girl from uh, Grace and Frankie, the daughter. Oh. She's in it. She's one of them. But I think you would like it. Um, the skinny daughter or the sassy daughter? The sassy daughter. Oh, she's so funny. I really like her. her. She has three names. She's one of those actors. Oh, does she? Evan Rachel Wood. No. Something like that. Um, yeah, she's really talented. I like her a lot. I wonder, I, so I'm, I'm assuming that they'll mention that sometime on the podcast. Does it just come out? Yeah, it's pretty new. It's on Peacock and it has, um, the girl from, uh, is it Big Bang Theory? Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, I lo- oh, you know what? I've seen the the thing for that, and I wanted to watch the show, but I don't have Peacock. You can use my login. Okay, thanks. Um, just give the password right now over the. Just tell me it. Um, but it is. It's a really good show. I think you would like it. Let's see if I can find. So, how much of do you think like? I mean, there's a lot of like mom mom culture, pregnancy culture. That's like very like. Do you think that in general it's like mostly like oh having a baby is great like being being pregnant is wonderful or do you think like people are being more honest about it nowadays or like I mean obviously like you weren't expecting to have the experience that you've had thus far mm-hmm. how much of it was like a surprise or like did you find a lot of like people that were like oh I'm I totally had that same experience like what's it been like that's a really good question. Um, Was it one question? I feel like I asked a lot. <laughs> it's interesting because I definitely feel like a lot of people that I would have talked to before about this and were just like, oh, yeah, I was just, like, pregnant. And then I would talk about struggling with certain things. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, it's fucking terrible. And I was like, I never knew that so many people had so many difficulties. So it's like, you know, you know a friend of yours had a baby or whatever. But then when you talk to them and they're like, well, yeah, I went through this and I had this problem and I had this scare and stuff. And it seems like that's a lot more common. And I think maybe it wasn't as accepted. Sometimes I feel that from some people where I'll start, they'll be like, how's pregnancy going? And I feel like I've been pretty honest like about it. I haven't been like, it's great. <laughs> Super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people get like a face where they're like, oh, but it's worth it. And you're like, yeah, I'm not saying it's not worth it, but it's been really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's dying out a little bit. I think it's becoming more acceptable. People are less likely to like, like, no, you just need to shut up and be positive. Yeah, and just be grateful. Um, and I hope that it does. I feel like, because then there's also this weird thing that people do where, like, I had a stranger come up to me and just start telling me these horrible things about her labor and delivery mm-hmm. that I had no desire to know, and I didn't know her. Just like a full-on stranger. Right. That's probably one of those people, though, that have a story like that about just fucking anything. It'd be like, I went out to the mailbox to get some mail. And they'd be like, oh, my God, this one time I went to my mailbox. <laughs> got run over by a fucking truck. <laughs> dog peed on me. Like, as I was squished beneath the tires. Yeah. As I'm being, like, <laughs> dragged under this truck. A dog's pissing on me. He had been riding on the bottom of the truck. Yeah. He was a fucking tag-along. Um, so they call that a dog pitching a ride on the bottom of a truck. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's so dark. Um, I don't know. But I hope that is. I hope it's like a movement forward of like, you know, let's be honest about it. It's not all sunshine and roses. Do you, And it's funny because like, it doesn't seem like women have like shame about like, okay, there is some shame about like, am I like, I know there was shame when my mom like had her hysterectomy 
about like, am I still a woman if I don't mm-hmm. have all my woman parts? Mm-hmm. But it was like, I'd never heard a woman feel like that kind of shame before mm-hmm. or express that kind of shame before. I wonder if there's shame about like being a woman producing a baby and if something goes wrong, if you feel like I can't, like it's my fault that I'm not able to like have a perfect pregnancy. Oh yeah. I feel a lot of shame like all the time. Yeah. And I know like logically it's not, you know, but there's still, there's still like, maybe I should have been doing this. You know, maybe I should have. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I had been like this, this wouldn't happen. Or maybe I'm making it bigger yeah. than it actually is. Like, that's something I feel a lot, too. Yeah. Like, maybe other people have gone through exactly what I've gone through, and they just shut up about it, and they just live their life. Because I feel like, for me, the last, like, eight months, are they've just been about the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't done anything, you know? Like, some work from home and stuff, but, like, you know. I haven't been yeah. hanging out with people. I haven't been doing any of the normal things. Um, I feel like COVID was probably good practice for this. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just look at this as like a third year of COVID. Yeah, I just added like a little little extra. It would have been nice if you'd gotten knocked up like during COVID. Would that have been nice though? I don't it might know. Have been kind of another layer of scary. Yeah. Well, because there's that fear too. I still get that sometimes of being like around too many people. Like I don't want to get COVID. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, I don't want to get COVID either. Do you think you'd rather have COVID or be pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's too hard to compare because, like... You'd rather be pregnant. Yeah, like, definitely want the baby. I wonder if you can really hear her eating over the recording. You're so loud. Her baby's a boy. She's talking about her cat. Cat's a girl. (laughs) Stop it. Hey. Cats don't, like, they don't even respond. No. If I went like, oh, <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, oh, wow. She just fucking looked at me like, that was, yeah. how fucking dare you? She's going to like rub her face on you. She's like, you're lucky I'm even in the room right now. <laughs> I get, oh, sorry. Oh. I'll, I'll bleep it out. <laughs> I haven't had, said that word in so long. I just really had to. Um. Okay, so. Because I think, like, with shame situations, like, things we're ashamed of, we don't talk to maybe anybody about it. And we got a bunch of, like, hot bros just pulled up in a pickup truck. Are those the neighbors that, like, got a hot tub? So they're Airbnb-ing that now. Oh. These couple, this couple doesn't even live here. They live in Colorado, and they just own a bunch of Airbnbs. And if you saw, like, I found the listing. It looks just so soulless in there. It just looks like. Oh. He's showing a little butt crack. (laughs) They're all holding beers and they're smoking cigarettes and they were like just driving down the road in the back of a pickup. We came out this morning and on top of the hot tub and on the table was just like beer can central, like Domino's pizza boxes. Like they just left them out all night and all day. Are you jealous? (laughs) (laughs) The Domino's, yeah. Okay, back to serious things. Hold that one guy. I want him to, I want him to cock slap me. We had to say that. We had to say that. Um... His, like, butt is hanging out. I know, and it's such a good butt. Oh, my God. 20 guys just got out of that truck. There's so many. They're all middle-aged. They all have children and wives. This is, like, their weekend to, like, remember the good old days. And one of them is wearing a fedora. (laughs) Is that what that's called? I think so, yeah. fedora. 
I wonder if they can see us. We are very. Yeah, I we're like blatantly. I see you. I'm like <laughs> blatantly staring. I'm like hungry, like the wolf right now. <laughs> um. Okay. So, I think with things that where like you're ashamed, like you either don't want to tell anyone, or you only really want to tell like a trusted few people. And so, like, if you're ashamed about pregnancy complications, you're just not talking about it in a way that like is useful to like other people who are going through maybe similar terrible things. So. I think that um, I do feel like they don't say. Remember that list of like different. I'm, I'm just like staring at these guys still. <laughs> I'm talking to you, but I'm staring at them. Do you know that like list of different life traumas? Like one of them is like moving, moving getting and... getting fired, or yeah. losing your job, or whatever. They don't list like having a baby, but why isn't nine months of like being pregnant listed as like? kind of a traumatic experience well because i just read an article about women's birth experiences and it's like a huge percentage say that they have some kind of trauma associated mm. with giving birth yeah and if you think about it like anytime you've asked somebody about giving birth like for the most part they have it's like a very clear memory you know what i mean because mm. it's probably pretty rough um and a lot of people have like a lot of trauma associated with it and the experience but we're just sort of like you just like you said, that's just You know what's fucking hilarious? And I I, I, I almost I made a joke about this earlier, but I actually think it's two hundred percent true. Um, the fucking oxytocin that you're going to experience when you like first hold your baby mm-hmm. and like smell his little head, it literally makes you forget about the worst parts of your pregnancy, I think. Yeah. Like that's why they say it's worth it. Like and then you're going to want to have another one. That's what I wonder about, too, because we're both, like... And part of the reason is because everything is getting so expensive, right? And the world is so crazy that I'm like, I don't know about having more than one. But, yeah, like, definitely, like, at first I was like, there's no way I'm doing this again. Mm-hmm. You know? But I wonder if you're right. I mean, the world is always getting more expensive, and people are always having babies, so... Yeah. Wait, there's the two hot guys now. You just like perked up so much. I know. I just gotta my 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 neck just got erect. <laughs> it's all like it's hard anymore. Um, yeah, I was talking about like that to my friend Martha, who's well, she's not really my friend. She's my coworker, but she has had a couple kids, and I was like, do people just like forget about all the crazy shit? Like when they just like get addicted to their baby but the one thing that doesn't doesn't get over um overtaken by oxytocin (laughs) is like if you end up having like uh postpartum depression Mm. i don't think you're gonna worry about that or like you're gonna have any problems with that because i don't know that you've experienced depression do you um i'm scared of postpartum depression for sure because i feel like you don't have any control over it you know it's just your right. hormones swing a certain way and then but if that's true then it can be you know helped with medication or yeah therapy or a meditation then you just lose that time you know what i mean of like that early connection time and stuff i um, think a lot of that too comes from like expecting that your first you know nine months with your baby are supposed to be a certain way 
Mm. And if they're not exactly that way, or like, first of all, nothing's ever going to be the way that we like fantasized about it being. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean it's not as good or not good at all. It's just different. And I'm, I, for, I'm one of those people who I like, I'm very creative with my fantasies about things. And that's like with dating, I've had to be like, just like, okay, don't, just don't fantasize so much about what he's going to say to you because you don't, you don't really know what he's going to say to you. Like, you know, like but, kind of setting yourself up for disappointment almost. Yeah. And more, more often than not, cause I'm a big like dialoguer. Like I, when I'm alone, I talk to myself and sometimes I'll dialogue situations. Um, I, I re- regularly interview myself. Like I'm on like the tonight show. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I've gotten older, I start to like, I'll like, I always go like, hi, how are you? Oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> and then I like go like, okay, well, you know, this is pointless. Like, why are you still doing this? Like, you know. But it's fun. Do you ever think about what you would be wearing? Uh, I don't go that far. I mean, maybe I do. I always think about like, like what my face will look like. It's so funny because I don't don't um, maybe generally like um, hold my face a certain way like in pictures or whatever. But if you threw me on a fucking red carpet, I'd be like, I would know my fucking angles. <laughs> You'd be I'd working be like, it. I definitely believe that. That's a skill you and Priscilla both have that I don't think I've ever experienced as much in friendships. But Priscilla like, has it more than I do. Yeah, that's true. But you two taking a picture with you two, and I'll just be like, and then you two both are like just slaying it, just like hot as shit. Like, full except for I'm like a foot commit. taller than both of you and like <laughs> feel like a marshmallow man, but. Oh, whatever. Um, if you look back through our pictures together, they're really good. Except for the ones that we've had other people take, like yeah. while we've been out. Yeah, that's true. What do you mean that ones. whole series of blur? The blur, <laughs> the blur series. On the dock, we're going through the... our blur phase, <laughs> and that guy just has nice pecs, and it doesn't make sense. Why are they just hanging out in the back of the truck? Okay, I'm not kidding. I saw I drove by like some the the tap and pour earlier, mm-hmm. and there was a pickup truck. It might have been those same fucking guys. There was a pickup truck, and there was a bunch of guys. Maybe that same amount was that like eight people mm-hmm. um, out in the parking lot, and two guys were standing up on the back of the pickup truck, and the other guys were standing around the back of it, and they were just like, ah. <laughs> it looked it looked almost staged. And I was thinking, like, if we went back, like, 200 years, that would be like a wagon, and there'd just be two guys standing <laughs> in the back of the wagon, and the other guys would be standing around, and they'd be, like, having a pint. Like, holding court, too. Holding court. That's how they did court. <laughs> um, it was just like, God, men have not changed. No. Or, like, for the most part, most people are very stupid. I can't believe they've been getting in the hot tub. Why? Because it's so hot. Pizza? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of old pizza. Uh, I remember a night when we were at a hot tub at your old apartment complex, and I definitely spilled a lot of pizza toppings. Oh, yeah. In that hot tub. Yeah, I do it was remember fun. that. There was a couple of floater olives and... At least one pepperoni. That's because we made the mistake of getting like an extra supreme pizza and then trying to eat it in a pool situation. Um, Maya keeps like, surprise, I ordered Domino's. She keeps like fucking <laughs> bombing me with Domino's. <laughs> it's called a, bom- a Dom Bomb. Dom Bomb. Um, she gets this, the cheesy bread, which is 
really good. Mm -hmm. But mostly, Domino's is not that good. But it's really good if you weren't expecting it. Mm, yeah. And it's not super hot. It's just, like, a little hot. Yeah. Definitely terrible cold. Mm-hmm. Almost never good the next day. I like it, like, room temp. The next day room temp? Mm-hmm, like, I left it out all night. I've never experienced that personally. <laughs> um, you're probably immune to listeria. We don't have to worry about aged cheese or shrimp. Like, you can just, like, eat whatever. I know. It's been a really hard adjustment, like, being pregnant and not doing things that I would normally do. Do like, you... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, just, like, putting food away after, you know, an hour or two. Yeah. But you have more than enough time to do that now. I mean, I guess that's true, but I have no willpower to do it. I feel like I just want it to sit out. So the husband takes care of it. Yeah, he does. Or he throws it away if I let it sit out too long. Or if, like, I've been very much more like you, too. Like, if something seems a little off, just throw it away. I'm just eating it anyways. See, I've been talking to my therapist about facing my fears with eating. <laughs> and I actually ate an entire, what was it, like, six bratwurst from Aldi. And no, actually, I only ate four of the six. I threw the other two away. And then I threw away a pound of uh, ground beef from Aldi because I was like, mm, I don't think I can eat that. Yeah. And then I am about to throw away like a bunch of chicken breasts that are in the freezer. Um, I just realized it's really cheap, but like I can just go to Fresh Market on the days when they have deals. Yeah. Do you get the emails? Uh, yeah, but I just say you just have to remember Tuesday, Saturday, Thursday. Not That's in true. that order. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Saturday, Thursday, Tuesday. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, you're right, though. What happened? Are you having? Are you going to labor? <laughs> I'm going to labor on Wait, the your, your belly went and just poked out. Is it? No. I thought it did, but it's. I think it's already out. It's almost. Is it? Wait, you don't have an Audi? It's like almost. It's so shallow. That's how you'll know when the when the Audi pops out. I told you I made a joke like that to out. my doctor, right? I was really? like, I used to think it was like a turkey baster. And once it popped out, that meant the baby was done. Like a little percolator? Yeah. Um, it's hilarious how similar our stomachs look and <laughs> how much more stretch marks I have than you. Oh, whatever. You don't have like any stretch marks. I don't. It's really unsettling. That's kind of nice. I was totally expecting them. But maybe yeah. I'll get them after. You know, when I like lose the... Lose the baby belly. You know what's funny? I'll know, for me, as a pregnant gay man, <laughs> I know when I'm losing weight because my stomach itches. Oh. Where, my, where I have stretch marks, they're not very visible because I'm so pale, but they, they itch a little bit when you start to, like, shrink. Mm. And stretch marks do become a lot more visible when you lose weight, which is such a fucking joy. Mm-hmm. You know what's so funny? I saw this video today, and it was like, it was like there was a guy working out and then there was like a fitness coach guy behind him and he was going, you see this? And this guy had like very visible like horizontal stretch marks across his lower back. He's like, this is something that you're going to see in like younger generations. Like these kinds of stretch marks you will not see in older generations because they weren't always in flexion. He's like, because we're sitting on our ass all the time playing video games in those years when we're growing, that's why you're seeing these stretch marks. And I'm thinking to myself like, you have no research to prove that. There's no <laughs> way. talking out of your ass. And I was like, I'm going to go to the fucking comments because I'm a troll today. And I went to the comments and literally one after another, people were going like, that's fucking not true. Like, this guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> like, everyone's just like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and it felt so good. 
I just hit my microphone. It felt so good to be like, I'm so glad people aren't buying this shit. Yeah. Because this is like the kind of shit I would have heard and been like, oh my God, he's totally right. Like we're completely different than our ancestors because we don't have our own gardens. <laughs> I have to like stop using Ziploc bags. Like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm always like two seconds away from being fanatical about like what I should be eating. Yeah. And I've been, I've been crazy. I, there was a time when I was vegan. There was a time when I like couldn't eat anything that wasn't organic. There's, that's so fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. can't afford that. And the stress of trying to eat organic all the time is like so much more damaging mm-hmm. than whether or not you eat fucking organic banana, which has got like arguably like the thickest skin. Yeah. Well, maybe a pumpkin would have a thicker skin than a banana. Oh, I guess that's true. But for like your general. Oh, you're going to say my genitals. Yeah, for your genitals. We haven't <laughs> talked about those in a while. <laughs> I do have to say your impression of that guy on the video you watched was really good. Okay. Oh, the guy, the trainer? Mm-hmm. Oh, I fucking met a million of him. <laughs> so good. Um, so you're going to have, are you for sure having a scheduled C-section or we don't know? We'll find out on the 27th when we go. I thought you she, were going to have it on the 27th. Well, she told me to bring my hospital bag when I go. And that's in Charleston. That's insane. I know. And so she said, she said, if you go in, they'll check your placenta and you can have the baby that day. Or they could say, like, you can come back home and have it here, which I would rather because then I could have Dr. Sealander do it because I said I could pick. You have in the shower? <laughs> oh, you mean in our town? Yeah. Um, or they could say I can try for a natural birth. Her name is Sealander? Mm-hmm. Sealander Han. All oh, right. I thought her name was... Um, Santander. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's married to Dr. Han because he's yeah. my orthopedist. Yeah. And he's so cute. I wish he was giving birth to you. Giving birth to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met him, but... You know that she's had like 20 babies? Yeah. She yeah. has twins, too. She has a set of twins. I don't know how she does it. And she's like a really good surgeon and she goes to the gym enough that you know who she is. Like. Well, she hasn't been in a long time, but also she's like super tall she's so tall her husband is not that tall he's not short but he's not that tall Mm. and he's really cute and he's a really good orthopedist he was like i was like i know i was told i needed to have like a surgery on my meniscus and he was like why and i was like okay (laughs) it's all happened (laughs) well he was like you've literally been living with us for like five years there's no inflammation like i know you're having pain but like let's just like do some therapy, try to figure out ways to like reduce the pain. And like, he's like, because even if we do surgery, you're going to still have pain a little bit. And you know, you have a risk of arthritis either way. Like everyone has a fucking risk of arthritis in their joints either way. It was nice. He wasn't just like, let's just jump in and do all this shit. Cause you might not need right. it. And the first guy in New York might've been like, just wanting to like, you know, get paid. and Or he might've been like, right now it's it's enough of a problem that we need to do surgery Mm. um because when i first hurt my meniscus i couldn't even move i couldn't even like bend my i was stuck at 90 degrees for like a couple days it was really funny to like walk to the bathroom i had i didn't have a crutch so i took the the bottom off of like i had like a collapsible piano bench Mm -hmm. you know like it kind of like you can close it or open it and it locks and then you put the seat on top and I, like, would close the bottom, and I would just, like, lean on it and be like, 
and I was just like like a baby horse, like stumbling. Oh my to gosh. The, like one of my legs was just like and I would just walk to the bathroom and pee and then I would just like order seamless or something. I don't know. <laughs> I did. For a couple of days that was pretty bad. But yeah. But it's fine now. It just hurts a lot. It hurts it aches most of the time. Oh god, they're so hot. Maybe if it still hurts and bothers you, you should go back and see Dr. Han. What do we think would happen if I just laid down in the back of that truck and just was like mouth open? <laughs> they seem like, pretty aggressively heterosexual on, to me. And they just started hugging each other, so I think they're down. <laughs> um I've been wanting to be bukkakied in the parking lot next to your house. On a parking lot. Every driveway around here is kind of like a parking lot. I know that one in particular, because then they even have like those like this kind of spaces towards the back. Well, I mean it's an Airbnb, I guess. They were like that when just that old lady lived there. Oh yeah, you kind of have a huge gravel <laughs> lot as your driveway too. We've got a lot of cars there. Yeah, I like cars. So what what are you thinking about for names? Um. Or are you not going to tell me? I'm not going to tell you. Oh. It sounded like you were going to tell me before I said, are you not going to tell me? <laughs> no, I was going to say that uh, we're not really sharing them. I am still interested in Figaro. I do think you should call him Figgy. I might out. call him Figgy. But he Figgy. might not look like that. He might look like a Bartholomew. Well, that's part of our thing, too, is I want to see him before I decide. Like, yeah. we have ideas. Well, he's right here. Let's, I mean, if we're being honest... <laughs> Look at the Dead Sea Scrolls here. <laughs> and um, wait, this, it, there's so many. It's rolled up so much that I just got my fingers stuck in it. Like it was a finger trap. Hold on. We have a lot. What was that really important thing you were telling me while we were sitting over there? And I was like, we need to talk about that. Um, we have to have it. I don't know if this is upside down. Wait, I think that's upside down. Oh, well, I thought I had it upside down. <laughs> so he's got a perfect little face. He does look like he's going to be really cute. You were like, apparently when we took this sonogram. I guess. Ultrasound. Xanadu. He had put his foot up to his forehead. He's literally got the top of his foot against <laughs> his forehead. I mean, he's very compacted. Yeah. So that's a perfect image of a foot right there. I know. They... She said hmm? he has a lot of hair, too. On his... Face, back, head. head. Oh, <laughs> and then he how does she like, fucking know that? There's one picture that says hair on it, and she points. She has a bunch of arrows to the hair. He's got more of an upper lip than a bottom lip. <laughs> so he's definitely white. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, he does have a cute little like that little like kind of duckbill lip thing going uh, on here. It's like a little ducky. She said it seems like he's gonna be tall too, based on his femur and his legs. Wow. Which would so, be funny. Are we sure he's Well that's what we were laughing about. It's like we both have like this kid who's taller than us. Wait, they wrote the word hair. Yeah, and you see the arrows? What? The fuzz. Like... I mean, do they teach people in medical school how to like <laughs> interpret what they're looking at? Like look here, you can see the fuzz on his head. Well, I don't have good enough eyes for that. It looks like um peach fuzz. It looks like he's just got a really glowy complexion. Well, what is all this shit? Is that your stomach I think that's wall? that's just my uterus, yeah. Oh, why is it shaped like that? I don't know. 
Now, where's his head inside of you? Is it down? It's down. So I should be looking at it like this. <laughs> He's upside down. No wonder his foot's in his face. <laughs> yeah, he had him, like, completely, like, bent over. So little Michael. Little Michael. Little Jonathan. Are, are those kinds of names on the short list? Mm-mm. No. We went, we're going for something that's, like... Like Apple? <laughs> like, something that's unique, but not something a name you wouldn't have heard before. Yeah. You know? Just a series of vowels. Yeah. Yeah, like the Elon Musk name variety. Just okay, this like, wasn't a baby. It was a, like a 22-year-old boy that came in with his father the other day to the gym. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, sure, I can get you guys a day pass. I was like, what's your name? And I asked the, you know, the boy. He said, it's Bo. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, B-E-A-U. And I was like, oh, God. It's <laughs> like, if you put an X on that, I'd be, like, wet. <laughs> it's so hot. I was, like, expecting, like, B-O. Really? But he spelled it B-E-A-U. The only Bo, one of my... He, we used to be really close friends, but then we haven't lived in the same place a long time. But that was his name, B E A U. Yeah, that's the only Bo I've known. I didn't know only Bo, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I like that name. Um, what is Bo short for? I don't think it's. I can't. Oh, Beauregard. Have you ever heard of the name Andabo? Mm-mm. Andabo Johnson. Mm-mm. There's <laughs> the only reason why I know that is because of the Golden Girls. There's like she's like like Blanche is talking about some other girl. She's like in my bow. She's talking about her bow. Some some girl stole stole her boyfriend. She's like she stole my bow. Her name was Anda Bow. <laughs> She said, like, and now I have to see her and a bow and her bow. Like, <laughs> it was like, I It's so ridiculous. And, of course, Blanche has her, or um, Dorothy sitting there, like, <laughs> with her angry, like, are you fucking kidding me face? Yeah. And Sophia's like, you're a slut. <laughs> and Rose is just, like, confused. <laughs> That's the dynamic. I was thinking on my way over here, I actually was in the shower, but kind of, um, how I was trying to make our friendness or friendship, whatever it's called, like into like the show Roseanne. And I was like, because I was like, I'm such like a, like a, the sister, like the Jackie, the sister, like I'm always like stopping in and being like, <laughs> like kind of like hip and cool and like single and living this like dysfunctional life around like the family unit. And I was like, I guess that makes Lexi like Roseanne, <laughs> but, like less racist. Hopefully, a lot less racist. What did she just say recently? She just was in the news for saying something recently that was horrible. Was I dreaming, or did they decide to let her back onto the show? I don't know. I feel like they were like, we're gonna let Roseanne back in Roseanne, although they killed her. I haven't watched that show. They in, like... killed her when they turned it into the Connors. They were like. See, episode one, it was like they were coming back from Roseanne's funeral. How did she die? But they also once killed Dan in Roseanne and then brought him back. They How just made it out like they were all dreaming the whole time or something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happened. I mean, they can do whatever the fuck they want. How did they kill Roseanne off? 
They said was she had like racism? a massive heart attack or something. Mm. I don't know. She died of racism. Yeah, just killed yeah. her. I mean, it, it makes sense because she got so fucking canceled and they'd already written a whole season, I think, and they were like, wait a second, all these great actors got together and this is something that people really want. Let's just get rid of her and we'll like figure out a way to make it happen without her. Yeah. Um, and it sucks too because like I just think like Roseanne is like just a little mentally not well. Mm, yeah. And she's probably in the mega cult. Mm-hmm. And I think like um, I also think she's been she's had trauma from like being in the media for so long and like I mean they used to like get on her about everything they used to be like you're fat and like you're you know trashy and you're dysfunctional and like remember that time she like was singing the national anthem at a game or something and she she can't sing and so she was like being kind of funny about it and then like she got like almost canceled for singing the national anthem badly that was like in the height of her fame and she was like fuck everyone like i can't sing like why do they even ask me to sing I do feel like, you know, all that is really hard. And she could have gone, like, two ways with it. She sort of went, you know. And the other thing, I think the danger of bringing back, like, a show like that is that, like, these people have had a lot of time off. And they might have gone fucking bonkers. Yeah. In their older age. I mean, it's hard to be famous for a long time. Yeah. But I used to love Roseanne. And it makes me so unhappy. And it's similar to, like, we can still watch the Cosby show and be like, we love the Cosby show or we still love Annie. Are you okay? Even though Michael Jackson is Mm. a diddler probably. Well, that's what a lot of people are talking about now. Right. Is like, how much can you separate the art from the artists? So like people talk about Harry Potter, you know, and JK Rowling and how nasty she turned out to be. Um, That's true. And so weird with her too. It's like, man, you have, so much money like you could just spend the rest of your life like doing exactly what you want to do and instead you just decided to hate on a random group of people and her thing is like so dumb too it's like she doesn't even really have to be like talking anymore yeah she could just shut up and go live in her castle and yeah you could just talk to the people that matter you don't have to talk to like the media anymore and that's what makes it worse too is like okay it's bad enough if Uh, you're uh Ah, uh, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> I don't think that's happening to you. It's bad enough if you're, you know, transphobe. But then if you're, like, using your platform to put these people in danger, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's so much worse. And that's just, that's her thing. She's Yeah. And it's weird how she's made it about women, female rights. But that's such a white woman thing to do, I feel like. You know, is like, yeah. let's bring the focus back to us. Well, no one's asked her yet what she thinks about um, Asian people. Or Asian people. Sorry, I was just thinking about something else. About <laughs> <laughs> that, too. No one's asked her what she thinks about race. I mean, there's some racist things about Harry Potter. Oh, I like, mean, Cho Chang. Yeah, Like, exactly. the name that she chose for... Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I watched the most amazing reel the other day about this, this Asian... I feel like queer comedian um and they were talking about they were like when i was a child did you see this i posted it like when i was a child i was forced to read this book a million times oh my gosh did you you sent this to me the ricky tiki ricky tiki tembo (laughs) my she rembo 
upstairs, downstairs in my lady's chamber. Yeah. That's not how it goes. But, like, she's like, there's not an Asian person named Ricky Tiki Tembo, my Shirimbo, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. She's like, never. She's like, my brother's name is Jonathan. <laughs> well, then she said, she said that when they asked, like, the white lady author about it later, she was like, oh, yeah, I just had these Chinese neighbors. And that's what <laughs> and it sounded like they were saying. Yeah. And then she was like, she was like, listen to me speak Chinese, and then I'm going to stop speaking Chinese and speak a made-up language and tell me <laughs> when you can tell the difference. <laughs> that's so funny, because I remember, I don't think I had that book, but I have, I've been read it in school or something. Yeah. It was around, like, that, like, early 90s time or something. Yeah. I remember Ricky Tiki Tembo. And what's funny is I never, I don't have any memory of it being about a little Chinese boy or something. I just have a memory of, like, Ricky Tiki Tembo. I just have, like, a memory of, like, the, well, I'm a rhythmic person. It's I like don't the cadence of it. I always, yeah, I don't always remember, like, words. I remember, like, I mean, if words have a rhythm, I remember them better. But. Yeah, I remember being like, well, that sounds cool, but I don't remember anything about the book. But anyway, it was so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's funny because it's not, yeah, I haven't thought about that book in forever. As soon as she started talking about it, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that book. And then I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Like, <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, and the, nobody thought anything bad about it back then. No. It's, 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 it's crazy to me how much we've changed in our way of thinking, even the last, like, five or six years. Yeah. Like COVID really um, expedited a lot of our movements and that's great. COVID and you know, what happened to George Floyd and, but COVID for sure. I mean, COVID was like, if you have any anger anywhere in your, you know, gut, it's coming up yeah. right now. Cause you have to be locked in your fucking house with your Republican parents. Yeah. You're going to fucking talk about it. I think Trump being president did too. You oh, know, yeah. where it's just sort of like brought if a lot of stuff any silver to lining, light. yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I talked about that on my um, my episode with Pastor Who. Pastor X? What do we call him? I don't remember. Pastor Who. I think we called him Pastor Who. Um, anyway. I talked about how, like, yeah, like, if anything good came out of Trump being president, it was just like that it exposed all these like crazy people for, you know, their bigot bigotry and, mm -hmm. and hatred. And I mean, it's not like that stuff wasn't there before. It just wasn't being exposed, but I think it also in a way made them feel powerful and it definitely united them in a way that was like yeah. kind of dangerous. Yeah. Like I feel like they thought like, Oh cool. I can say this and act like this. Yeah. Fine. I can let me just drink a bottle of Prosecco. <laughs> It's been a while, though. Has it? Have we been yeah. here for five hours? Nine, so. I don't even feel that drunk. I just feel... Light and bubbly? A little dissociative. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I'm going to come to the hospital when you're in labor. Yeah. And um, I'll bring you a cup of ice. Mm -hmm. That's what pregnant women always want in the shows. <laughs> just, like, ice chips. Just ice chips. But you'll probably want, like, ice from Sonic, so I'll have to, like, figure that <laughs> Stuff out. Stuff on your way, yeah. Probably have some in your freezer, so. I did. Um, now it's gone. And I'll, like, scrub in. Perfect. Do you want me to film it? <laughs> Are you guys going to film it? No. No? No. No. 
Nathan's going to be in the room, right? Yeah, yeah. His husband. Are your parents planning on, like, flying in, like, mm-hmm. the minute you find out? Yeah, they'll come. Does the baby move when you rub your belly like that? Sometimes he does. If I, like, lean my arm, like, and squish him. He'll get mad like, and... Yeah. Like, kick out. he farts? I don't know. I know he pees, and he gets hiccups. He pees? Mm-hmm. And what, it comes out your bladder? <laughs> I think it just gets, like, mixed up in there. That's why you've been vomiting so much. <laughs> I want to touch him. Yeah, you can touch Where's him. Where's his body? Um, Yee! I don't know. I think I was drunk the last time I touched your stomach. I'm a little drunk now. Is that his head? His head's, like, lower. I can't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> so what's this? Is this, like, his little foot? Last time, literally, just feels like your stomach. I know. Last time we went in, his feet were tucked up under my ribs. That's not good. Um, Is that gonna come out of there? But sometimes he'll like, he'll do something. I can feel like something kind of like. Yeah, like an elbow moves. Yeah. Oh, you were you were gonna talk about? um, We have a little bit of time. You were gonna talk about um, the uh, autonomy, the lack of Uh, autonomy, being pregnant. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely crazy. Like a lot of people have a lot of opinions. Oh, yeah. But then there's also the stuff you put on yourself. Like, I think, you know, I there's a lot that I think I'm taking it a little far in the things that I won't do. Probably because I was so anxious about becoming pregnant and, like, staying pregnant. And right. All that. But, it like, it does get sometimes, like, this feeling where people will just be like, well, you can't do that. You know, like, no. Like, you got to go do this. Like, when my dad was here, we went for a walk. And I wanted to take him to, you know, you go around the back to, like, you get to the marsh. Mm-hmm. We got, like, halfway there, and he was like, you can't. No, you can't do this. We got to turn around. And I was like, just a little bit further. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. And so it's just weird, like, not having control. You do have control, right? I could decide, like, right now to go take a shot of vodka or whatever. But at the same time, you don't. If that makes sense. You have a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm then, actually, like, I'm surprised by how quickly you didn't drink after yeah. you found out. And yeah. you were just like, man, it's kind of fine. It was fine. I really thought you were going to have a problem with that. I didn't have any problem. Even, like, the coffee. Part of that's definitely the nausea. So yeah. bad. But, like, even giving up coffee, which you don't really have to do anymore. Um, They say you can have, like, two cups a day or whatever. Which is more than I drink anyway. <laughs> um, But it makes me more nauseous, so I'm not mm. doing that. But, um, like, lunch meat. Like pepperoni on pizza. You had to give that up. Runny eggs. Leaving my food out for hours at a time. You can't eat runny eggs. Mm-mm. It's especially bad for pregnant babies. I mean, pregnant people. I think it's like the wisteria thing. You know, in England, you can't because they vaccinate their chickens. Oh, God. Against salmonella. So, like, you can have certain kind of eggs. Like, they have a stamp on them. So, like, you know that those are the vaccinated chickens, and you can have those eggs. Why aren't we vaccinating our chickens? Right? Apparently, it seems a little weird. Apparently, in Japan, it's not a problem because, this is what my brother told me, their, like, chickens are so clean and well taken care of. You can eat everything raw in Japan. So it doesn't matter. But, like, here, our food industry is so fucked up. I think it's because there's so much supply and demand, like... I think they're just like churning it out and a lot gets and we don't pay our employees and a lot gets and then we have 
all the all the jobs no one wants to do are done by migrant people who are not paid nearly enough. Mm-hmm. Some of them are like indentured servants. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, because they know they have no voice. You know, if they've you're so lucky, your baby's gonna be white. <laughs> True. I've been thinking maybe I should delete my paid OnlyFans and just have a free one. You saw that one person paying, or did he stop? That was once. Got four ninety nine from him. It's the most I've ever made <laughs> as a porn star in one day. That's just your starting point. Right. Yeah. I've made more as a sex worker. With Basically the massages? Like $100 an hour. When you did the massages? Yeah. yeah. When I did the rub and tug. Well, it was a rub and tug. But not always a tug, but mostly. Why? Sometimes you do a girl? No. <laughs> yeah, rub and punch. <laughs> um, no, I just, I didn't always finish the guy. Oh. He didn't, sometimes he didn't want it, sometimes I wasn't feeling it. Mm. Well, no, I jerked the guy if he wanted it. I didn't have to, it didn't matter to me. Just a hand job. I give a million hand jobs, I don't care. I'd rather give a hand job than a handshake be honest handshakes are so intimate but (laughs) or a hug or a hug i'm not big into that (laughs) but um i didn't always have sex with my clients i rarely Mm -hmm. had sex with my clients that's definitely more intimate eh, kissing is the most i I don't like to kiss people i don't know okay julia roberts (laughs) (laughs) um I know, and I don't think that's even true of prostitutes. I think they all kiss. I think just in that movie they decided it was, like, her thing. Yeah. But, um... They had to keep her, like, virginal somehow so that she could yeah, be a love interest. Yeah, we have to still respect her, even though she's a sex worker <laughs> in 1994 or whatever. I need to rewatch that movie. <laughs> I wonder how well it's held up. I haven't watched it in a while. It's probably silly. We should watch it. Yeah. Um, do you anything else you want to tell me? I'm pregnant. You're pregnant. Oh my gosh. No. Probably the next time we talk to you, you won't be pregnant. That'd be cool. It'd be cool. We can have the baby on the recording and it can just be like. That's going to be so weird. Like imagine coming over and hanging out with like the baby here. I think your baby is going to be pretty chill. I hope so. But it's definitely going to do that like reverse cycling thing where it's like awake Um, all night for sure yeah and you guys are going to be very tired looking but you know what you guys are good because you i mean the husband works from home Mm -hmm. you know you could take a nap while he like bounces the kid on his knee or something (laughs) yeah i'm worried about the floppy head the the heads are so floppy at first i know i'll be ready i'll be happy when he's like Four or five, six months. Like, they're, like, so much sturdier, you know? You can like drop the them a little. First few months, they're so fragile. I saw my friend Ronnie hold a baby the other day. Ronnie. He was, like, like Ronnie. from the theater. Um, Our co-theater person, co-teacher, um, had a baby, like, in January. And she's this cute little chubby baby. She's, like, you know. Five months, six months, whatever that is. Um, she can hold her head up, but he was like, he was like, "Give me the baby, I'm holding it." And she was like, "Okay." And her husband's really hot, and we were both like, 
damn, that's a man. But we were like, we don't even care what you think. He's holding this baby. And he was just kind of like, oh, shit, okay. And that because he's like real Southern, real, like real rugged. I don't know. We don't know how he feels about the gays, but his wife loves the gays, so he's going to have to fucking like the gays. <laughs> he has to deal with And the he's gays. like, I'm holding your fucking baby. And he just took the baby and was like holding it. And the way that he was holding this baby was like he was its mother. <laughs> and it was like, I was like, oh my God, Ronnie, like you want to have a baby. It's so weird. Um, did I ever tell you that like one time when I was in high school, because I went to boarding school, you know, mm-hmm. I, I actually, my roommate moved out at winter, at the end of um, fall semester, because he decided to graduate early or something. I don't know. And so I had my dorm room to myself all of um, the spring semester. And so, and like, I guess I didn't lock my door or something ever, but I was like in bed naked and I just woken up like from a dream and my friend Nick came to get me for brunch and he walked in and was like, Hey, like, what's up? Why aren't you out of bed? And I was like, Oh my God. I was like holding my stomach. I was like, I just had this dream where like, I was like pregnant. <laughs> I was like 16. I was like, and I just like, I just, I want to have a baby. <laughs> So bad. I want a baby in my belly right now. Oh my gosh. And he was like, I want French toast. <laughs> and he reminds me of that all the time. He's like, remember the time you like wanted a baby? <laughs> and you were like naked? Do you want a baby no. someday? I don't think so. I I after all of my like issues with mental health, I don't think I can handle it. I don't think I'm wired for that emotional shit. I mean, I think I can handle a lot more than I think I'm capable of handling, but definitely, I um, I think about, I, I really think about it like something that was a part of my insides is now outside of my body, mm-hmm. and now I have to like constantly worry about, is it going to be okay? Mm-hmm. I don't think I can handle that. Not to freak you out or anything. <laughs> I've already had that thought, don't worry. I know. But you've wanted this for a long time. It's not like you just suddenly started wanting a baby. You've wanted a baby... Probably since you were little. Yeah, like I always was like, yeah, I want to have kids. Yeah. I used to think I wanted to have seven kids and name them after each day of the week. And then I thought, what if we went for 12 and had them after that each That sounds month? like the, the <laughs> desires of a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I grew out of that. <laughs> Thank God you turned 13. Um, would you really name one like Monday? <laughs> That's what I used to think. I used to think I was so clever. Or like, what if it was like... The days of the week in like French. Oh, that'd be very cool. Mon but then, what would happen if you like had like four and then you like like tapped out? You know, you'd have to commit. What if it had to be on the day of the week they were born on, oh. and then they were all born on a Monday? I know you just have like six Mondays. There well, are a lot people, of holes in that plan. I know people that are named after months, and they weren't all born in those months. Well, what's funny is I actually like the name August for yeah. a boy. I feel like it's cute. And you call him, like, Augie. I feel like you're telling me something. No, because I was like, I can't name him August and he's born in August. Like, that just seems kitschy. Also, August Rush. Oh, uh. uh, yeah. Oh, especially because he might be born in July. Well, yeah. That almost... I, this bothers me a lot. Because <laughs> um, I'm really big into astrology. And I'm I know. Like, we well, were, like, sure that he was going to be a Leo. Yeah, what do you do? And then now there's a chance. What would he be? Honestly, there must be some kind of philosophy of, like, his cycle is interrupted. He's going to act very cuspy. Mm. 
like Maya's a uh, Taurus, but she's super close to the Gemini cusp, mm-hmm. like a day off or something. And so she's very Gemini. Mm. She's way more Gemini than I am. And I think that's actually why we sometimes like, we don't ever disagree because we love each other. And we're so kind to each other. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think she's annoyed with me and I'm definitely sometimes a little annoyed with her. I was like, Maya, this mayonnaise bottle is recyclable. Because <laughs> so- sometimes Maya will like, she recycles, but sometimes I think she's like, I'm not going to put that in the recycling because then we'll get more cockroaches. Oh. And she didn't tell me this until like she'd lived here for a few months. She's like irrationally terrified of cockroaches. Oh, this is such a bad place to live for that. I know. And I was like, Maya, she's like, this was almost like a reason why I might not have moved here. <laughs> and I was like, Maya. They don't, they literally can't hurt you. Yeah. They're just gross. Yeah. She's like, ugh. So anyway, I think she like tried to throw away this mayonnaise container and then I pulled it out and I was like rinsing it with soap and water and I left it in the sink to soak because I like to let things soak. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, uh, I'm going to take the garbage out. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I like, went to look around. And I was like, I don't see my mayonnaise jar anywhere. <laughs> So I think she was just like, in the trash, gotta go. <laughs> she like will not have cockroaches. Do you guys have pest control? Yeah, but they only spray outside. And they would come inside, but I don't, I'm really terrified of my dog, mm. like getting in the chemis. Yeah. Do you see these signs around that are like, no spraying, like we have bees? Yeah. Someone told me that they don't work. Someone told me that they had bees, and then they had that sign, and the county just like, didn't care and sprayed and killed all their bees. And it's fucked up. I know. It's really sad. That's fucked up, especially because even though they spray for mosquitoes, we still have them. Yeah. Like, a lot of them. Yeah. And it's hard to believe that, like, we'd have a lot more. If they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get bit by mosquitoes in the middle of the day. Mm. Sometimes. Because we live in a fucking swamp. Yeah. Also, like, we're all vaccinated against malaria. <laughs> right? So, like, who the fuck cares? It's just inconvenient. <laughs> Well, if we kill the bees, we're all going to die. I know. And we need this baby to have a world yeah. to live in. Little Augie. <laughs> Little Augie Figaro. Augie Figaro. Well, thanks, Lexi. Anything else you want to say to the other pregnant preggers? The um. pregs out there. <laughs> I actually almost typed in, can pregnants eat aged cheese? <laughs> I think we should normalize saying that. Yeah, I've Googled so many stupid things. Like, Is that the bassinet? That's when we're returning. Oh. Because we ordered it and it's used. Um, what? And it's like falling apart. What? And it was new. It was marked new. It's a tootie. Yeah, it was 300 something dollars. So was that's... there like skid marks on it? It was like there's like... And saliva? There's like threads coming apart like into the... So like he could, you know, eat them or something. I don't know. And then, like, the mattress doesn't fit in, like, the... I think it's a, a different mattress. Oh, my God. Yeah, and if you, like, move this one part, like, the whole thing falls flat. Like, it just collapses. Do you need me to help you, like, cover up all the outlets and whatnot? And <laughs> put the chemicals up high? We probably have some time before to do that. All right, because he has to, like, crawl first. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hate that you're having a baby because, like, I'm going to get found out. You're going to get found out? Like, everyone's going to realize that I, like, like children. (laughs) 
You're going to be such a good gunkle. Also, like, Priscilla hates children. I think she's going to be a good She's going to love this child. Yeah. I don't think she hates children. I think you guys... But I, have, I have seen children try to talk to her, and she looks like she wants to leave her skin behind and evacuate. <laughs> like organs and bones, gone. Well, there's definitely something with, like, random kids, too, though, right? Oh, but if you have like a worst. connection, I think there's an alternate. Um, there's a movie where like Nate and I die, and you and Priscilla raise our baby. That is not a very sexy movie. I think it'd be pretty funny. Um, I want to say one more thing. Mm-hmm. I think that I would love random kids of all kinds if they didn't have parents, because half the time I'm terrified of like saying something to the kid that's going to get back to the parent, and the parent's going to be like. You told my kid about gay? <laughs> yeah. That, I, I think like, that's definitely a fear. I, like, came out to my own nieces when they were, like, in their, when they were, like, teenagers, and they laughed hysterically for, like, ten minutes, because I was, they were like, you were so cute. Like, we already know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but, like, nobody ever talks about it, and, like, I was almost positive your parents never told you, and they're like, well, they didn't. I was like, well, then how the fuck do you know? And they were like, because you're clearly super gay. <laughs> Yeah, you're not very um, subtle about it. You shouldn't be. You should be you. Just the amount of times I talk about hand jobs and blow jobs. That's definitely part of it. And wanting them. I'm getting distracted by man ass. I know, it got really dark all of a sudden. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I hope your child is at least kind of gay. That would be nice. Yeah. I'll definitely be an ally. Yeah. That'd be a good ally, baby. Um,. And uh, let's all let's sprinkle some fairy dust Yay. on your belly. <laughs> um, I want to tell you that I almost gave you a rocking chair. <laughs> Did and then you? you had two more rocking chairs. <laughs> I've been like planning to paint a rocking chair for you. Oh. And then I was like, she has like three rocking chairs now. But I found a rocking chair on the side of the road and like on the island. It was like nice. Oh, I bet it's it like works. a mini rocking. I talked myself out of it because it's a mini rocking chair for like a child, and he's not going to be able to use it for a while. Wow. So I might still give it to you like in three years. Okay, it gives you plenty of time to work on it. It would probably break if you or the husband tried to sit in it too much, <laughs> but it's really well built. But I also might try to sell it. Yeah. Maybe the first thing I try to sell is like refurbished furniture i just want to tell you that the other night i woke up in the middle of the night and i was like freaking out because you were like i want to have a baby i was like if i went into labor right now like i don't have anything in my hospital bag packed and not only that like i don't even have any of it like where i could just say hey can you come by and grab this thing like baby clothes aren't washed you know like the stroller wasn't unpacked the car seat whatever and then I was like, this is the middle of the night. And I was like panicking. And then I was like, I could call Drew yeah. <laughs> and be like, Drew, I need you to do one load of baby laundry in my house. You know, I'm and unpack fully my comfortable with going through your drawers. <laughs> and then I felt a lot better and I fell asleep. And I wanted to make sure I told you because I know we had that conversation recently where you like, you were saying you feel like people don't see that part of you. Sometimes. Oh, yeah, I would tell you that. Um, I also was thinking like, should not drive her to the hospital she's in labor he's gonna be insane I feel like I should be driving him to the hospital and then we can have AC oh right <laughs> yeah let me know as long as you don't drip on my seat 
And you guys, thanks for listening. Um, thanks for being a fly on the wall. We didn't even mention the listener at all. Um, but please, you know, like, rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And please, um, oh my God, Priscilla's texting us. Oh. I went with all, oh, she's going to show us colors for her new rug. We need to get you a rug. Anyway, hope you guys are filling your holes with whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Bye. Bye.